0: You are now listening to Rest Days. Before we dive into this week's episode, it's important to note that some of the topics we cover could be triggering, so listener discretion is advised. Hello, and welcome back to Rest Days. I am one of your hosts, Lauren Lavelle, here with my beautiful
1: co-host. <gasps> beautiful. I'm Maria Sylvester Terry, and I just got my hair done, so maybe that's why. She,
0: she got her hair done, and she's wearing her Silicon Valley uh, black turtleneck.
1: Yeah, it's the
0: uniform. Please sell me your blood. She wants your blood, and she wants all your data. Um, <laughs>
1: I want to suck your identity, yeah.
0: Identity stuff. This episode is about identity stuff. Okay, no, it's not. It's not. It's not. Um, but It's
1: actually, it's the opposite. It's, it's about, about identity return, really. Yes, that's true. That's true. Good way to circle that back. Yes. I didn't know what we were going <laughs> This is the first minute of the, of the podcast, and this is how it's going. So. Yeah, good job, everybody. Stay with us. Oops. Um, yes,
0: today we are talking about things we have learned about ourselves and things we like. Um, we could do a little, there might be a little compare and contrast in there. There might be a little reflection going on. Um, well, there's definitely going to be some reflection going on. Yeah. But things that we're learning about ourselves and things that we're liking about ourselves. We're keeping it upbeat. We're keeping it,
1: you know what, we're, we're, going, we're doing okay in the new year.
0: We're surviving. Yeah, you know? I
1: think we're both doing really like fine. like not good not great but but, like no it's just like we're both doing fine and that's enough that is enough that is
0: enough but we do have clickbait today um I don't know if Maria has clickbait. Yeah, but I absolutely. Okay. I, Maria, you go first because my clickbait is actually a call out and a beef between companies. So I want you to go first.
1: Wow. Well, mine's really uninteresting, y'all. It's really just a commentary on what happens to your Facebook algorithm when you let it become the goblin that it is. Um and I started it all started when I saw the Taylor Swift Eras Tour movie with a friend who was in a bad messy grief space and I was like yeah I'll fuck around and go to a four hour concert movie whatever and then I, I feel f- like you conveniently never told me that but oh I, no going. okay yeah um, no I did it live so we wouldn't have to address it in front of all of our listeners <laughs> um I went. And then after that, my entire Facebook algorithm was Taylor Swift drama. So I started clicking the three top corner dot on the post and, you know, see less of this. And lately, all I can see are celebrity posts. I have seen so much about the Emmys, the Golden Globes, what Kieran Culkin said to his wife. Um, I have seen the only benefit of this is I have seen so many pictures of Jeremy Allen White. My clickbait is just seeing his face on my Facebook feed, which I'm not on a lot, all the time. And I don't have the heart to like not look. So if I'm on like a like Caleb will and I'm like on people.com or I'm on like oh, entertainment entertainment <laughs> <laughs> weekly. And he's like, What is going on with you? You never care about this stuff. I'm like, why well, I wanted to see what they said. You're being clickbaited is what you're saying. <sighs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, here it is. It's right here. I'm getting like shots of the bear. Like I'm being clickbaited. But what's worse is that the clickbait is just, um, it's populating. It's overpopulating. It's mating season. It is so bad over here. They There's... said you
0: like this. Take two hundred more. Yeah,
1: <laughs> it's really bad. But it's Jeremy Allen White. Um, I saw a
0: TikTok that said that uh all the very popular boys uh jeremy you said kieran um barry like all the oh like all the hot shorties are all air signs and that makes so much sense because my husband is an air sign Mm. and i'm like yeah they
1: they're weird (laughs) (laughs) yep and you're at a je ne sais quoi you yeah know? yes and no i'm letting them get away with it every scroll i'm just like yep give yeah me more your of that. eyes are resting for two seconds and
0: that's long enough
1: to. it is i'm friggin' gulping it up i mean i'm mm-hmm. lapping this up so the clickbait this week is me your friend who now apparently is a subscriber to tmz i don't know what happened it happened so fast but i can't look away now what is the beef? Will you tell me? Yes.
0: I'm so excited about this one. I have a Hulu subscription where I still have commercials.
1: <laughs> first oh, of all,
0: God, that but sucks. I, I, I think, no, I honestly think I keep it for the nostalgia of being able to like take a break during a show. Oh, I like um, that. Yeah. You know, like I, I just feel like watching straight through sometimes, like we need the bathroom break. We need the run so you can make it back before the commercials mm-hmm. are over or like get up and get something to drink. Um, and a commercial came on and it was just like an empty, a very like brightly colored, empty vitamin bottle, no writing on it or anything. And it was like, uh, don't fall for this just because it's in a fancy bottle. And then it, it said like, golly and then the g fell away obviously calling out a particular name brand of vitamins and that was like nature's bounty or whatever it was like a <gasps> commercial from a competitor it's like we've been around forever our bottles are not fancy we stayed the same and you can rely on us and it was like a call out to the minimal girly pop
1: version oh, wow. of vitamins yeah it was like,
0: <gasps> vitamin beef um <laughs> And you know I love supplements. I love learning about supplements. I love um I love being tricked and clickbaited by a fancy <laughs> girl. And so it was it was very on brand for me, but I was just I was cracking up because I'm like, these commercials are getting ruthless. Like they straight up were like, I'm gonna we're gonna put the name.
1: Yeah, that's <laughs> brand I mean it's like they were waiting for the name to no longer be in that circle of like we can sue you for this. Does that make yeah. sense? Like, I don't know. They were waiting for it, though. You can tell. They've been waiting to drop that bomb. Their
0: marketing went in on that one. And I do have one more marketing that I think that you'll both enjoy and crack up. But uh, White Claw, I'm pretty sure it was White Claw, released non-alcoholic seltzers. But is it? They went in reverse? But, but what is White Claw? Isn't White Claw just an alcoholic seltzer? So how are you gonna go say you're a non-alcoholic seltzer? Aren't you just the
1: regular? <laughs>
0: like they said, rebrand. They've rebranded all the way into a circle, and now they're
1: regular <laughs> seltzer again. Wait, 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 wait! They're capitalizing on Dry January. Is they what are. I, is what I'm hearing
0: by calling themselves non-alcoholic, but aren't they just a seltzer now?
1: Like, yeah, yeah, they're just water. Yeah they just water lights according to them but of Um, course you can't miss that opportunity
0: so i was like they i think they're a marketing team in contrast to the nature's bounty or whoever it was who was biding their time um like in (laughs) contrast they were like well it's 4 p.m
1: on december 23rd (laughs) (laughs) let's do water okay
0: should we should we go for water Yeah, no, that's definitely what
1: happened. They did not do the extra hours that Nature's Bounty or whatever was doing. Those people pulled an all-nighter. They were getting. I don't even
0: remember the names. I'm so bad at this.
1: What (laughs) drug do you think that marketing agency, ad agency, had to be on to pull that stunt on the uh, the other vitamin brand?
0: I feel like they. Are you trying to clickbait me into talking about our conversation that no, we were having? Before no, no. <laughs> no,
1: no, 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 I'm like, not. Ketamine. No, 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 not, not every kiss begins with ketamine. No, um, more. I just like want to know because I always think about ad agency culture and, you know, even even within the last 10 years it's shifted, but a lot of drinking. I think they were, I think joking.
0: they were stone cold sober.
1: Okay, I thought they were just stoned, period. No, like, I, I, think just they think, were, I think they were straight as an arrow. <laughs> Damn. That might be a new level of clickbait for us. It's also determining were people under the influence when they created this ad. That might be another level for us.
0: I already have clickbait for our next episode, but let's get into things that we like about ourselves, not yeah. things that are, uh,
1: not not the clickbait
0: we're <laughs> falling into, and now everybody else is going to have to fall into
1: with this. Sorry, your phone is now recording this. Um, it's <laughs> me, Elizabeth Holmes. I'm from Silicon Valley. Okay, so this Wait. episode... <laughs> what? I'm trying to take your picture so it can be released in the episode. Oh! <laughs> I am. That's better. Okay, good. Um, The stone face I just gave you. So this is a really sweet episode that Lauren decided kind of came up with all on your own. I I think it was just lovely. Things we've learned about ourselves and like things that we also like about ourselves. And similar to other episodes where we go through some big topics like food, movement, routine, style, we're going to do the same thing today. And we're just going to do a quick carousel of things we've learned about ourselves in particular subtopics and what we like. And Lauren, Mm -hmm. the first topic is food.
0: Yes, yes, this is important. I wanted to do this one and I wanted to start with food because right as we got on or before we got on, I was like, uh, I need to eat something because my schedule got thrown off. And I think that has been super important for me recently is being like, oh, I should eat regularly. It makes me a nicer human being. And we've talked about this before. We've talked about, you know, making time to actually have a real meal and being able to message my friend and be like, uh, we got to wait for a second because baby needs to be fed. And it's me. I'm the baby. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think stocking my fridge and having the privilege to stock my fridge with things that I enjoy and things that can be convenient has been huge. Learned it. Like it, doing it, following that. And it's been so big, like having those protein shakes in the fridge at all times. They're like break glass in case of emergency. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> and they are serving their purpose because they are, I tell everyone when I talk to them about drinking protein shakes or what I like about them, I con—I constantly call them a bridge. They are the bridge to the meal. Like, without them, I am going to go, I'm going under. Like, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going to be thinking straight. But being able to grab something, if you're not a protein shake person, grabbing a snack that you like. I'm not big into a lot of snacks. So, this is really more solid for me to get there. It could be still considered a snack. It's not fun. But, um And then I'm able to like have a clear head and put together some food that I might want to eat. Also stuff we've talked about and you've talked about before, like stoking the appetite fire of like, even if I'm not hungry, it's been enough hours. Let me have this protein shake or this little snack and see what I can come up with in the meantime. Mm -hmm. And that's been super important to sticking to it. And I feel like just making time to do that has helped everything else fall into place. Like, making for easier habits making for using the food that's in my fridge instead of burning out of it which is also a big thing because i don't yeah (laughs) right
1: right so i mean it's things like the planning gentle planning it's things like making the costco trip when you don't really want to yeah um it's buying the stuff that
0: you're telling yourself that you don't need Uh, this is a huge yes for and for most of us i think so many of us go to the store and you're like well I can make that at home like girl you're not you're not gonna do <laughs> it absolutely not. the overnight oats buy the freaking egg muffins or whatever it is like buy them just buy them just buy them if you do end up making them at home that's cool um you can donate things to the community fridge near you you can mm-hmm. finish these up and then learn how to make them at home.
1: whatever like let this be a bridge let it be a bridge yep absolutely absolutely um, I love that. That's a really fun thing to learn and like about yourself. Yay. Let's talk about your relationship with food, what
0: you're liking, what you are learning, what you are doing.
1: Yeah. So I had an interesting little puzzle piece that came together for me over the course of the roller coaster that was 2023, which is that when I am emotionally unwell, not taking care of myself, not meeting my needs, uh, even if it's just the slightest, I suddenly don't want to cook don't want to be in the kitchen don't want to prep anything and then here I am encouraging other people to try to find the space and energy for it and I know how hard it is to like barely put together the snack plate like I get it Mm -hmm. to microwave a potato like all of those things that seem so easy when you feel like a microwaved potato yourself (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You know, I just feel like a raw potato sitting in the grocery store a mountain of other potatoes. I don't even feel cooked. When you feel like that, like the capacity to cook is a virtually unfounded. You can't even begin to mm-hmm. scrape together the energy. And yet there were a couple times it just over the last few months where Caleb would look at me and he goes, you're cooking? you're making us dinner. What's going on? I was like, yeah, I feel like I can, I want to. And he was like, did I do something? Did you do something wrong? Did I do something wrong? Like what's happening? It's like, no, I finally think though, this is Are a you pattern finally like, poisoning me. Right. <laughs> <laughs> he then begins to tell me about like King and blah, 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 who was poisoned by his wife. Yeah. All right. um, I'm starting to realize that this has been a pattern my whole life where cooking was something that I did when I felt better. When things were easier, when my relationship with food wasn't chaotic, I actually do like cooking. That was a cool thing I learned about myself. I'm very good at it. I don't really need a lot of recipe development or instruction. Like I have a good gut for cooking um, and I know how to make it doable for the amount of time I have for the ingredients I have. I feel like it's good, but man, for a while there, I was like, I felt like an imposter. Like here I am suggesting that other people cook from home and, and eliminate food waste and save money and, and support their relationship with food. And it's very difficult to get into a mode of cooking when you're emotionally dysregulated, energetically off, running ragged, not taking care of yourself. And that just kind of was my MO for a really, really long time, just putting everybody's needs first before my own. Um, So for me, it's been way deeper than like, you know, having food available. Like, yes, that's extremely important. Um, Mm -hmm. But for me personally, I've learned that Once I start to get the ick for cooking, like I need some serious uh, conversation with self, like, okay, how are we doing? Because I don't want it to become a four month or six month habit, which honestly, sometimes it would be. Caleb would just cook. He would be the one who would cook. Or I would he would go for I mean he, you know he would be on trips and stuff. And that would be the week I like lived off of two rotisserie chickens and tortillas. And two bagels. And yeah. And bagels. Right. And so this is just the two bagel day. Good remember. Good remembering. <laughs> yes. And it's like I just uh I realized that was just a that was a call from inside the house.
0: Yeah. I mean um, that is kind of cool. What you were what you have stumbled upon is a little bit of internalized ableism and a lack of spoons absolutely um so we talked about it a little bit earlier but you were saying like I don't have the energy to stand for 20 minutes in the kitchen and like even the idea that like cooking has to be done a certain way and from standing and like Mm -hmm, you can't mm -hmm. bring in those accommodations and sit your ass down at a table and do it which a lot of people are doing all the time but like again this is obviously nothing to you this is like this no. is you're oh, yeah, discovering. you're discovering I don't have the bandwidth. This is a canary in the coal mine of me not having the bandwidth in every other aspect, like fully, fully, and I like to cook, and I love to cook by the way. I had a two hour conversation with Aunt Kathy earlier this week and, and she's the only person in my family that also cooks the way that I do, where we just like put on some music or put on a show, have some background noise and mise en place our way through the night if there's no rush if it's there if it's like doesn't even need to be like a solid idea of what's going to get made it's just more the meditative practice of cooking and preparing food has always been really therapeutic for me and and even I feel that sometimes where I'm just like it ain't gonna be tonight <laughs> It's not, mm-mm. and it may not be tomorrow <laughs> like it may not happen so I think that's like a really lovely um gem that you've discovered yeah it feels or like rediscovered it. like a way to cook and feel good and also you're not an imposter I think having that experience is really important to working. it with is it because is now you're like you know are you having a two bagel day yeah <laughs>
1: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that comes up constantly of like, "Mm, you don't typically eat out and you're feeling really guilty and shamey about it. Wait, 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 wait. That's like not like you said, that's the canary in the coal mine. Like, that's not even the thing. But -hmm. you're fixated on the thing because of things like internalized ableism or your sense of healthism, right? Like, oh, it Mm -hmm. has to be a certain way and I'm responsible for myself, Oh, big feelings. But I'm really glad I learned that this year. Um, it has helped me put together a lot of pieces about my life and it's helped me in my grief space. Um, and it's been kind of fun to go back in the kitchen.
0: Yes. Love that. Can't wait for you to cook something for me, even though I <laughs> wouldn't let you and I would fight you to the ground because I like to be the one in charge of cooking anyway.
1: Um, OK, um chef over here.
0: <laughs> I get yes. it.
1: I get it. Um, yes, chef, movement now. Tell me what have you learned about yourself when it comes to movement. It could be recent, it could be in general, whatever you want.
0: Yeah, I took a little winter break. That's what I'm calling it because I want it to be that. I wanna mm-hmm. be I wanna I wanna be a grown-up who still gets a winter break, even though I'm not a teacher or I am mm-hmm. a teacher, but not in that capacity. So I called it winter break and I took one. Um and I stayed really still for a good amount of it and my body just, like, I don't know if all the cells turned over or what. Because I got <laughs> an upgrade. Um, I got a serious upgrade. I got a serious upgrade in my mood. I got a serious upgrade in my stamina, in the way that I feel in my body. You're listening to a podcast called Rest Days, and I am telling you, the science, the, the, the news is out. Like, we, it works. Like, resting actually works so I know we said we we're talking about movement, but in relationship to movement, something that I've learned recently is that radical and like real and actual rest um, is such a huge like ticket to getting that new like mm-hmm. perspective on movement, um, taking that break is a hundred percent part of the program. And it's not that I didn't know that it's just, sometimes it's really hard to do it and truly do it. Um, and really do it and not be sneaky about it and not like try to sneak your way. You know, one more class, it's just yoga. Like, no, it's Mm -hmm. yes. Yoga is still a movement, you know, like it's just, a long walk like there is so much space for sitting your ass down and again I know that is a huge privilege um to have that ability to do it but people have been messaging me p- members have been messaging me and they're like I don't know what is going on but your classes are like you're you're on one right now and I'm like mm-hmm. I know I'm a well-rested bar teacher it is very dangerous to be around me right now I'm well-rested <laughs> I had I had time to think. <laughs> I had time to, yeah, to process my body. Mm-hmm. And now we are going to do these moves. Yeah. Um so I think that anyone who is feeling a little bit of guilt or like even a little burnout around movement. If you have been someone who considers yourself like a mover of any kind. I really don't care what it is. Your w- one walk per day or your full like gym routine everything. Um if you're feeling burned out and if you're feeling like you're maybe not loving it in the same way or whatever, maybe you just need to take a real true for real break. Not a vacation to Europe where you're walking 20,000 steps plus. No, thank day. you. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about sitting down. <laughs> I'm talking about <laughs> I'm talking about chilling out. Um and I think that that has really My whole perspective on movement. I mean, I still love it, and I missed it dearly when I was sitting down. Yeah, sure, sure. But I knew what I was doing for my body was as productive, more productive, better for me than any workout that I was going to do at that time.
1: God, I freaking love that! What a what a whole like thing to chew with, chew on, I guess is the phrase, right? Like, just sit with that for a second. The idea that taking time to fully rest and not, we're not talking about 15 minutes between a movement class and a meeting. We're not talking about a day between runs. We're not even talking about a week between long runs or long walks. This is just full unadulterated rest that doesn't, didn't, you didn't go to a spa. You didn't, maybe your eye mask's on, but you didn't do the full like you didn't even do the capitalized version of rest. No. You just sat at home in and, pants
0: I already had,
1: right, right, <laughs> like in the warm socks that you already really enjoyed. I think that's really hard. I don't think we we actually give ourselves enough credit to look at rest as radical. Um, to say like you are actually working to stay in this rest place, you are choosing it. You are if if the privilege is available to you, like, you are. You're allowing it. And there are many other forces in life that would say, don't stay there or here, buy this while you're sitting there or here, here's a craft, like get your hands busy for a little bit to just sit and do nothing. I mean, that's why I love towel time. Let me stare at the wall for an inordinate number of hours Mm -hmm. in my Mm -hmm. towel and just fade out for a second. Like there is something to that full cellular kind of break. I love that you did that. I'm so glad your classes are going well, too.
0: And it's wild because we've talked about this on the podcast before. I talked about this recently on social, but um, talking about body image. Why did I come back from resting and my body image was like, you know, I don't consider myself someone who has like bad body image. I don't even like that. Mm -hmm. But like, how I felt about myself how I felt in my body was so much more grounded after taking that rest than it was like it was just much less frantic it was much more in tune um and I feel strong like I feel strong even though I rested yeah. I feel strong because I rested
1: absolutely you could tattoo that on my eyelids <laughs> feeling strong <laughs> because you rested so yes they're shut so you can yes rest. <laughs>
0: Yes. And you're
1: sleeping because you're resting. (laughs) I love it. Um, Thank you so much for sharing it. I know that's going to resonate with so many people. It probably doesn't surprise you that I have the exact opposite thing to say.
0: Oh, no, but I'm excited because yeah. I've been, you've been doing, um, you've been doing, we've been doing our fun stuff now. Yeah. Know, you're walking pads and your rockets.
1: I mean, that was just a picture. It wasn't it actually happened. I was just trying to make you laugh. Uh, <laughs> I have been moving more and in very different ways um, than I've ever moved. And it is weird because I am thoroughly enjoying it. I am so in a good place with food over it. Like, I just mm-hmm. I'm so grateful I'm so grateful for food. I'm so amazed by food. I'm so empowered by nutrition because I am having so much fun and I'm having fun moving my body in a way that has really nothing to do with working out. Um, you know, having a phone call with you and us being on our walking pads me walking because I can't really have a meeting while I'm walking, but you know, be able to do some admin work or make the Sunday brunch playlist and just kind of groove out has been really exciting. Cause it's been very cold here and it was rainy. So and you actually mean it when you say it's been cold. Yeah. Like
0: sometimes when you say it's been cold,
1: I know it's like 55 and sunny, uh, but it's, it was in the thirties and there was the freeze and, and all of that. So the walking pad has been kind of funny. Cause part of me was like, am I going to turn this into like a thing I have to do? And I have to tell you, it has just been fun to walk into my office and be like, all right, let's get the steps going today. Let's start with some movement. Um, I've also been um, training for a half marathon, which is in March. I have two long distance hikes scheduled this year, which I'm really, really pumped about. Caleb is doing one with me Um, and the other one. I just recently found out my friend missed the deadline, even though I thought she signed up. So she's on the wait list, but I might be hiking 20 miles on myself. But like, even that didn't bother me. It was weird. I found out yesterday. I was like, it doesn't, it doesn't bother me because I'm really just enjoying being in my body. And when I'm running, I'm not hyper fixating on my ankle, not feeling good or my breathing, or I'm not good at this. Like I just stop and walk. (laughs) It's like, whatever. Um, That has found the unseriousness.
0: (laughs) Yes.
1: And I haven't even planned a playlist. I used to plan out all my playlists, plan out everything. And I just keep on the same like Spotify made for you running playlist. And I get very unserious about the clothes other than the pants because they have to stay up. That has been very frustrating. Thank God Mm -hmm. for drawstring. I've just, um, I've enjoyed it. And then, of course, you know, we talked about dance. So dancing has, has really maybe been what has informed all of this. You know, it's just been like, you have so much fun when you're just making these goofy faces and wiggling your butt. Like, why not just bring that to everything else I do? And guess what that means? It means I haven't worked out in a gym, I think, in two and a half weeks. I don't think yeah. I've worked out. in. My, I mean, maybe a week ago I did a partner workout. No, it was two weeks ago. I have not worked out in my gym and it isn't because I don't love the people there and it isn't because I don't love my crew. It's just everything else that kind of came together felt really good. And that's like the season I'm in right now. So I, I I yeah, I have learned that what I really love is movement that's not structured. It's I mean it's a high I mean it's freaking have marathon, like, yeah, there's some structure there. But like it's just like get out there <laughs> and if you walk, you walk. Like it just chill. Instead of I've got to work out this number of times and I've got to go to this spin class, and I've got to do this, which I also that also served a purpose in my life at one point. But right now, um, kind of leaning into flexibility and you know, going, go like truly, it's fuck around and find out. Like that, I am moving more now than ever then, and it's just a very unserious conglomeration of movement.
0: It's not a chore. It's a chore. It's
1: not. Yes. Yes. So I've just loved it. There's also privilege in that too, right? Of like being able to go to multiple different places. It's flat. Like I don't have any elevation, like, like geographically, like I get to kind of embrace like a warmer temp and I can go for a run at two o'clock in the afternoon because my schedule allows for that. So there is that piece. Um, and if you have the capacity to just like loosen the fuck up, (laughs) Which is like basically applying rest to your brain, you know, like rest around being perfect with movement, rest around having to have it scheduled, rest around having to get three to four lifts in and just see what happens. Um, it's been, it's been really great. Yeah, exactly. Welcome. I'm, I'm into it. I'm into yeah, it. That's how been. I,
0: that's how I like, that's how I like my movement. Mm-hmm. Sustainable and fun and
1: unserious. Can't, I, I can't go back. Obviously I'll get a barbell in my hands at some point, but like, I'm just, it'll be when I feel Except like it <laughs> It will be when I feel like it. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. We're moving on to style, which is going to include clothing and hair, which I think is hilarious because I look so fuzzy headed right now and you look like a Silicon Valley <laughs> CEO. So, uh, which is not your normal. You normally have a lot no. of bright colors on. So yes. Yes. Um, let's talk about it. Style and hair. You want me to go first? Yeah, I do.
1: I do. What have you learned about yourself?
0: What I've learned about myself with, particularly with my hair, which is where I want to focus on this. My style hasn't changed much. Someone asked me how to stay like fashionable and warm. And I was like, <sighs> <laughs> I am not your girl. <laughs> yeah, I love you so much, but I think you're on the wrong account. And that's okay because I don't have the desire to like, do that. So that's definitely something that I've learned about myself is that I don't really style-wise like clothing-wise, I don't have the desire to do the most. Um I love being comfortable. I love um less decision making. I love teaching in black leggings and knowing that I'm going to be in black leggings. Like I just I know that about myself and I'm trying to streamline that and make it easy. It's not that I don't like having fun pieces in my closet or anything like that. It's more that I know day-to-day I like simplicity I like I like to keep it moving on that but with my hair my hair has been so interesting recently um I grew up with a lot of negative messaging around my hair particularly as like a mixed person that I did not get a uh, good mm-hmm. mixed person hair um that doesn't exist, by the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, good and bad doesn't exist in, when you're talking about people's hair, particularly if you're using that as a cultural slide. Yeah, um, right, right. But yeah, so I I didn't wear it down a lot. I didn't, I did what I could. Um, but a combination of things is going on, which I think my movement practice, my, my, eating and resting and all of that my hair has been growing faster than it ever has in my entire oh my god um so i've been and in addition to that i've been keeping up with it i've been properly like wearing my bonnet i've been doing the full wash condition deep condition diffuse with tons of product and then leaving it alone and it has been so fun Mm. to be like oh i'm just gonna like I'm going to wake up tomorrow and I can revive these curls. Like it's been really nice and empowering and I get lots of compliments, which like is fun because I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing, but thank you. <laughs> um, right. um, and I've had, I have two weeks now alternating. So I, I wash my hair once a week. Um, I could probably go longer. I haven't in-, in some points in my life, but I shouldn't if I want to get the results that I mm-hmm. want. So one week, I do the full whole thing and the hand curling of my curls. So when you see my hair extra yeah. curly like a doll, looking uh-huh. like an American girl doll, I made those curls. Wow. I followed, I followed the pattern and I twisted my own hair. You want to talk about a wrist workout? I wake up the next day with sore wrists. Oh my god! <laughs> because it takes like Two hours um, to fully do that, like not two hours to wash. It takes two hours to curl and Mm -hmm. then diffuse it. Um, And then the week in between, which is now, I'm doing the chill version of that, which is the wash, the condition and the diffuse with products, but not like just the natural, looser, more open Mm -hmm. curls. And going back and forth has saved me mentally. It has let me do different things with my hair and feel like comfortable with it and keeping that bonnet on all day when I'm not doing anything Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. essential essential and I think that's why it's growing so fast and I love it
1: I have not heard this tone of your voice in five years (laughs) I have not heard you talk so upbeat and excited and like uh, uninterrupted I could listen to you talk about your hair all day you should come over while I do it. Oh, my God. I will, <laughs> I mean, I always get the picture. I think it's what, Sundays or Mondays. But, like, you usually send me a picture. Um, So I do feel like I'm a part of some of it. Um, I get the picture before it gets posted on Instagram. I just want to okay. name that. I feel like I'm in the in crowd here. Um, We're all in the in crowd because it's your show. <laughs> it's your hair show. I am so happy for you that you found a, like a groove. It. I like it. I do, I do. Yeah. And
0: I know you are always experimenting with your uh with your style and with
1: your hair. Yeah. Yeah. So um Lauren asked if my hair was darker. And it is, because one thing that I have learned is I am kind of done with red. I've had like a red hue to my hair color. Um it's not naturally at all. I'm a golden brown slash like dark chestnut brown combo there pretty naturally in the summer. But I went red for my wedding in 2016 and then went, like, left that and just went dark brown. And then I highlighted it when I met Lauren. I was basically, I think maybe right around the time I met you or right after I was basically blonde Mm -hmm. and moved here, switched gears and went back to red. And I just kind of got tired of it. And I thought, I want to know what my hair looks like. So what I've been doing is growing my hair out. And I think the red's probably about here now I'm pointing to like right under my chin. So there's Uh a couple inches left. And we're just growing it out, growing it out. And my hairstylist is matching my natural color. So right now it looks really ashy, but it's just to cover the red. (laughs) So it's just uh, toned out. So I've been on that journey of like, I'm just going to see what my natural hair color looks like right now at age 33. It is extremely gray, um, but I, I, yeah. So I kind of just want to like find base and then see what happens. So that's my hair journey. It is layered out the, out the wazoo and I'm really enjoying that because when you have flat, straight hair, it's fun. (laughs) It's fun when it's like freshly done or it's blown out. Like today I had this like, amazing thing happening where I was like, there's so much volume to it. Oh my God. Um, but you know, in like six hours, that's, it's pretty flat onto your face. So I do a lot of bobby pinning. I do a lot of hair up, half up, half down braiding, like something to like give it spice. um, Give it something that isn't just like sticking to my face. Um, But the layers really help keep it like bouncy and shiny and just like freshly cut. So that's sort of my hair journey. Um, I, I'm basically just moving further and further away from doing anything with it really it. it's it's just, it's kind of like my movement routine is like, all right, let's just get this as unstructured, unstructured as possible. Um, I didn't schedule my next haircut. I didn't get one yesterday. I just got it colored. And then I don't get another haircut. like an actual haircut until March 7th. And I looked at my hairstylist. I was like, is that too long? And she's like, you're perfectly fine. Like, let's see what happens. Um, so we're going to see where it goes. It might get a little longer or if I get tired, I'll just cut it um style wise I've just still been into the idea of listening to 12 year old me I have a lot of people talk about how I dressed or the the clothing that I really liked as a kid because I was so I was a really chubby kid and, and wearing flashy like, and I was flashy I was silly and I was <laughs> I was I Dan I was Dan flashy really yeah. I mean I was I was so into patterns and colors and like my favorite color was orange. And so I wore a lot of orange I had an orange
0: bedroom when I was. Like, oh, my God. I, I would wanted. have
1: loved it. I would have loved it. And I just kind of I got not shamed for it, but it was like it wasn't flattering. They don't they don't carry that size in a woman's 12. And I was like in fourth grade, you know, so it was kind of like uh I didn't really get to be a kid. Um, and I've been laughing a lot about the like, oh, well, I'm just a 25 year old you know, 33 year old. old. Yeah. I'm a 25 year old girl. I'm a 33 year old teenager. So my style lately has really just been, again, quite the opposite of you. I've gone full maximalist. Uh Like there is not an outfit I'm wearing that I'm not wearing earrings anymore. Like I'm wearing earrings every day. I am wearing um, a ridiculously colored coat wherever I go. Uh, If I'm not wearing a coat, I'm wearing a really ridiculous sweater. And I say ridiculous because I do think the heart of that word being ridicule, like it is worth commenting on it. It might not be nice, but I just don't care. One thing that I've loved about my thinking about my dad is my dad just was like, how do I make this me? And how do I make this different? And I, that's where I have been. It's like, how do I make this me? And how do I make my personality really shine in my style? And it has taken some work. Um, to find styles and fits and things. But you know what I don't think about is how my body's not good enough. I don't think about how, like, oh, I can't pull it off. Like, the, no, it, you're going to pull it off. I just don't know what it is. Right. <laughs> I don't know what it is yet, it, but I'm going to pull it a off. Vibe. We yes. don't know what the vibe is. <laughs> Everyone has one. <laughs> And I might have many we're talking like the 64 uh, crayola crayon box over here like I don't know which one I'm going to pull out today. Today it was just um, simple but like I did have this really wild furry um, fleece on earlier so it was where
0: where it's not color it's texture and it's yes
1: exactly. Yeah. 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 Maximalism. Yes. Um, really playing it up. So perfect in time for carnival season, but I will play it all the way out throughout the year. I've ordered uh I'll just share this. I ordered a jacket. My friend got me a farm Rio gift card. Um, just like brightened my day. It was really, really sweet right after my dad died. I hadn't used it yet and they have a big winter sale right now. Mm-hmm. And um everything is like marked markdown. marked down and I got this banana raincoat. <laughs> by the raincoat covered in bananas I don't care it's me and I'm pulling and I'm pulling it off
0: yep you're not the only one and I love it I love um you know we've connected on we both love like those bright patterns when I'm doing it I love it um and I commit you know but I do feel I also have the advantage of having a very loud head of hair um sure
1: sure so where your earrings are (laughs) you are gonna wear your hair every day <laughs>
0: right like i'm gonna put that shit on um and so i i love it i do love that you've been playing with that even though i'm getting the silicon valley re today you
1: are yeah yeah she's here um and she will be gone tomorrow you know but you never know what you're gonna or later get today. Or later today. <laughs> i wear i that's another thing i learned about myself i'm wearing three outfits a day. i'm not washing them all i'm not wasting water I'm hanging them back up if I've worn them and I haven't sweat in them. It's a moment, yeah. It's but moment. I, it's, it's all costumes, baby. That's all it is. <laughs> um, so I'm so glad we talked about style. Um, I think style is part of how we find community with ourselves, which is really fun. How have you been uh, learning about yourself in community slash relationships? Yeah,
0: I have been. Um, I think that's also part of the rest thing. I've been really figuring out what my bandwidth is for Mm -mm. being with people and being without people. Um, I truly am an introvert. I need a lot of alone time. I need a lot of time to recharge. I need, it's not that I mind being with people when I'm with them. It's just, it quickly tires me. Um, Regardless of who the person is like, they're great. You know, Mm -hmm. I just need, I need my recharge. So I've been figuring out ways to be in my community, like going on my fun little walks, even though it's snowing now, but we might still go on a walk and we might still run into our neighbors. And I think it's silly, but having those conversations a couple times a week with the people who live around us has been such a safe zone for me as someone whose energy gets very zapped. So I really enjoy having those connections in my true neighborhood with my true community, and then bigger and better in my online community with folks in membership, with people who DM me, like getting to connect, having the ability to connect virtually and then in person and still maintain my energy has been really, really important for me. And knowing that that's not necessarily that there's anything wrong with me. um, Yeah. Because I think that, that we're like, you know, you got to go see your friends. Um, a lot of my friends are also introverts. So like, I'm just checking, I'm like, hello,
1: (laughs) (laughs) is there still a dial tone? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um,
0: and so it's good. It's a good mix of, of community. And then of course, participating in community events, we're still working with the fridge. We're still, um, Scott's still doing art stuff. So that also exposes me to community without me having to do a lot of the the lifting that was zapping my energy. And I really feel, I feel happy about what balance we're striking now because it feels like I can fully show up when I'm doing the things in person. Yeah. Cause I'm not like dread, 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 um, perform, 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 perform. Um, I just get to show up. And I think especially for people who are more introverted or people who are like mm, i don't necessarily need to be around people there's a lot of stigma that like that's wrong yes that you should desire to be out and doing things and i always tease you because you're out here i am so there she goes there she goes <laughs> she's out there she's she doing stays a lot. outside mm-hmm. she stays outside <laughs> <laughs> <lot> of- yeah <laughs> she that's does. fine I, I love it I love that that there's a balance there and I don't mind being outside with you and I don't mind being mm-hmm. outside with a lot of people but like I think that being secure in my desire to be like chill yes you know, it's, it's huge because it makes me a more fun person to hang out because I'm like actually
1: willingly going it's I mean it, that's the theme of the day right lean into who you are accepting who you are and you get to be the The best version of yourself in yourself and you get to feel good. I mean, there's nothing better than spending time with you, taking, going outside with you, doing outside (laughs) things. But also I really relish in the cuddle up on the couch, eat the sushi, watch TV with you. Like to me, like those are also, I get my cup filled because I'm getting social time, right? Like Mm -hmm. I'm just loving it. Um, But there's something that I, I learn from you, which is like, chill like lay up on the couch a couple more hours and rest and like see what magic we create out of that because often when we are together we come up with our funniest ideas or like our next big thing because we're both sort of meeting ourselves where we are um with respect um i don't want to be the the friend that's like let's go out let's go out like i've (laughs) i think something i've learned about myself is going out and being in community and like what do my relationships look like i would really like to be into the like i guess i like being social but i also like the idea of just like taking myself out into the world like mm-hmm. the idea of like going on a 20 mile hike by myself does not bother me i right. there will be other people because it is a sanctioned event um so i'm just like all right cool we'll see what happens am i interested in meeting new people interesting answer here absolutely not <laughs> I'm not going to this event to make friends, but like, I'm so open to having random conversations with people. Something I started doing was taking myself out to breakfast, you know, like maybe every other week or so. And just like seeing what happens, someone from my spin class saw me, came up to me and was like, oh my God, do you work around here? Do you live around here? And it was like, yeah, okay. And that conversation would have never happened if I was with someone else, at least not in the depth that I had it. And it wouldn't have happened if I was, you know told myself, no, you should make yourself something at home. And, you know, like, whatever, maybe that was the day I didn't want to cook. Who knows? Um, (laughs) It's all coming full circle. Like the idea of community being like, uh, how do I word this? You being in it, but not having to run it and not having to be all about it and not having it define you, just being there, um, being in certain spaces, going to events by yourself. I'm kind of exploring that, Versus let's get the crew together. Let's get all 12 Mm -hmm. of us in in, in a situation. You're like, I ain't waiting. No, Um, like I'll go to a Mardi Gras parade by myself. I'll, you know, I'll do a lot more on my own than ever. And I used to think if I'm extroverted, I should be with people. And that's, I don't think that's what that is. I think it's, I like being around, (laughs) I like being out there. But what out there looks like is so different. Um, And then it makes, being with people out there or in there so much more enjoyable because like they're people that really want to be around me and I really want to be around them.
0: Yes, I feel like we have the same thing. From <laughs> we're coming, we're coming from the extroverted and introverted <laughs> side, and we've met in the middle. We're like, yeah, being like out here, we <laughs> like having our little conversation, and then we go on our way, and we're fine. And that's yeah, and that's good, and I like it. I do like it. I think that it works, and. It's such a good like to show up as yourself and super grounded and really like happy to be there. You're gonna have hilarious and good interactions with people. I yes I don't have that. Yes. I don't have bad interactions with people in person. I have amazing. I'm saying with in person because <laughs> online I'm like fighting people. I don't know. <laughs> um, I, I don't. I don't. I show. I I like go places and I'm like. Well, blah blah saw this woman in this wonderful coat yesterday had to ask her where she got it and then her kiddo who's with her was like well you know like started talking to me so like those types of interactions are great and i feel like when when we feel good we get the opportunity to have a good interaction and maybe send someone on their way better than we potentially found them. oh
1: wow how cool is that (laughs)
0: like better than we found them And, and you never know because the people who are like oftentimes circling and striking up these conversations are looking for someone to talk to in the moment and yeah um I'm I'm happy to be that person and facilitate that little conversation I love it
1: I love that too can I also share a fun community thing that I started this year no, just kidding. Okay. <laughs> well, bye. Um, I took, so I have um, a different membership from Lauren Yell. Mine is more for people that have worked with me before that may want additional support or stay in community. And I start, I polled everyone and asked, what do you want support with? And I created little niche support groups. And. Nice. It's just like a sweet, to me, it was like, felt like such an intentional community touch. I'm like, do you just want to talk about, like, how you're taking care of your blood sugar this month? Like, that's what we're going to do. And we're just going (laughs) to grieve and complain and (laughs) talk about food and whatever else might come up, and multiple different topics. And I thought, man, I'm so glad I took the time to really think about it. Because sometimes you want to find ways to be in community, and so you force events or you like force things like we should be doing things but it's mm-hmm. all to me like to be doing things that are in alignment with others that like they can show up as their true self and they can show up and kibitz and talk like god i feel so nice i always am open i
0: told people i'm open to modifications and variations when it comes to complaining today <laughs> I was like, let's get creative with the complaints. Cause like the complaint at the beginning of class was I'm cold. And then by the end we weren't cold. I'm like, it's okay. We can come up with something else. Like, (laughs) you know, we got, we got the (laughs) bandwidth and I think that that is so important for creating a true community where, where you get to run the full spectrum of emotions. Um, Not so much where it's like dumping, but more like where you're, it's a safe place to like, vent and
1: ask for support. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and it feels like other people are there for that reason too. And that, that always feels good. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Our
0: last little one that we had on here was routines. And I think this kind of just like pulls it all together. Um, you've said, we've said a couple of routines that we've already been doing, but any other routine that you're
1: really like enjoying? (laughs) Yes, ma'am. I'm nodding my head, uh, confidently. I am loving my dental routine. Uh-oh. <laughs> I am loving it. Okay. I um just decided uh, as a you know, as a solopreneur over here, the dental insurance situation, you know, you end up kind of buying into the subscription model of, of healthcare, which is fine. Um, lo- glad those options exist. But I felt like, you know, I've gotten so rhythmic with skincare and with food and with movement. And I don't know what it is about dental care, but I certainly know way too much about what happens to your body when you don't take care of your teeth. So I'm not interested in, haunting, in that. Haunting. I do not want to go anywhere near that. And my parents uh, don't know how they gifted me good teeth. They have terrible teeth. My dad at the worst. My mom at the second worst. Um And my uh, not a competition to them, it was they would complain. And then my dad would go without anesthesia. My mom would and it was like a whole thing like who could who could be tougher about bad teeth. So I have great teeth and I want to keep my teeth. And I thought I want to give them a lot of extra attention this year. So I just started to like do it up um and made it um the first part was really hard of just like that first two weeks of like we floss every single day and we have our rhythm of floss and the mouthwash and the toothpaste and you know like we're doing it all and we're brushing for a minute and a half and we're doing the things that maybe I didn't I don't remember ever learning that, but I've recently learned how to brush my teeth properly. And I went as far as to buy the like purple shit you put on your teeth to see if you've brushed correctly. Like I have gone so in on it and I kind of gaslit myself and was like, you're going to do this for a month and you're going to stop. And Mm -hmm. that's not what happened because you know what happened? My gums got their shit together. They're enjoying it. I'm loving it because my nightly routine just expanded by five minutes. So mm-hmm. I'm having this extra self-care time. I have been loving it. I really enjoy taking care of my teeth. Um, It's just been good. Did you get a water pick yet? I did not get a water pick yet. It's, it's the next level. I know you you and water pick go hand in hand in my brain. Like I think of you and I think of getting a water pick we had, we waterpick and i go together because it's
0: it's not an alternative to flossing but it is sometimes when your gums cannot handle that yeah
1: know? yes but, we have talked about that on this up on the show too like certain eras of your cycle might be like bad for flossing
0: yeah and i think that what you're saying about it is like it's part of your routine now um and how many steps you have and like sometimes it's okay to like, if the step isn't like completely perfect, but it's still nice that like you get to do it. Um, I'm a flosser. I am a flosser. Um, I've been a flosser. Uh, I don't know how, I don't know how I ended up this way. This again was not like, again, I didn't grow up in a super like (laughs) controlling (laughs) dental space. No, no. Um, but yeah. I like, I like doing it and, um, I like brushing my teeth and I, uh, have helped a lot of little people learn how to brush their teeth when I was oh. knitting. So I think maybe that helps like, Oh my so God, good. how
1: cute. Yeah. Care task, care
0: task, care task, care task. <laughs> um, but it's funny that you said that. Cause that's something that I was thinking I was really enjoying about my routine. Yeah? This, uh, not the toothbrushing, but the nighttime routine. Oh, cool. Is, including me trying different and new skincare and really like getting to know that. And, and overall, what you said is more what I've been enjoying is for a lot of people, probably listening to this podcast, spending an extra five minutes, is very difficult for you. Um, and sometimes when I'm putting on lotion or like brushing my teeth or like trying to attempt to do skincare, I'm like, reminding myself how many other things I've made time for in the day oh oh my god yeah how many other things that I have made time for how have I made time for this many minutes of scrolling but I can't take 60 seconds to fully lotion my body right right (laughs) you know yes I can I can I can I can and so I think it's like an important reminder and that's been really something that I'm enjoying is sitting there and being like, this doesn't have to be perfect. And the routine doesn't always have to look the same. Um, But doing, checking off a few of those self-care elements because you can, and because you give your time to other people in the morning, I haven't been looking at my phone. I've been waking up with the alarm. I've been doing a little bit of morning skincare and dental care. I've been going on my walking pad all before getting on social media. Again, I don't have kids waking me up. I have cats waking me up. Um, But Setting aside that time so that no one yeah. can steal it from me later in the day. Um, and so that is something I've been really appreciating about my routine and learning about myself is that I can do that. And I can have a little routine because I'm not a routine Yeah, person. right, right. Um, and learning that I can have a little routine. Sometimes I am on my phone when I'm on the walking pad and I'm doing my French on Duolingo. Um, and so it still feels like not social media, right? It's yes, not yes. scrolling. It's, it's a little something for me. It's something I like to do. It's something I'm doing for myself. Um, and that's really what I have been enjoying mm. is setting aside that time and almost doing a little brainwashing of myself yes <laughs> yes, right. yes. Say, you have you do have time for this this is important i'm putting on i'm putting on fake lotion right yeah now. <laughs> time for this putting on your lotion is important doing your skin routine is important like you are important and it, that's really what it comes down to with these routines is yeah i take myself seriously i am important enough to do this five minute dental routine on hmm.
1: you know? oh god what a beautiful note to end on so that's, really what important. that's really what it's about is you are important. You're important when it comes to your own food and your own movement, and your own routine. And like, there is a, such a tendency to be like, I can't even take care of myself. Like this really gnarly conversation we have with ourselves. It's like, no, 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 that's not it. You may be, you may be conditioned to put yourself last or put everyone else in front of you. And you can still, you can still make little shifts. A little bit of time here and there. I mean, Lauren's morning routine might be something out of your daydreams, but maybe there's one element of your morning routine that could just be where you remind yourself you're important by making yourself a piece of toast or, you know, putting out your clothes for your workout later. Like those little things, they so matter. And we can't wait to hear what you have learned about yourself recently, because I think that's the best part of having the show is we get to hear your thoughts about it, too. I know. We want
0: to share. We don't I mean, like, I love talking to you, Maria, but I also love hearing from other people about it.
1: Yes. It. Yes. More fun. <laughs> yes. It's not taken personally. I agree. Yes. Well, next episode, we are going to be getting into some, I think some fun food related things. If I'm not mistaken, things like, uh, you know, soup or bowl, perhaps. <laughs> super bowl <laughs> are you a soup? are you a bowl girly or are you a super bowl girly we're gonna talk about it next week we can't wait to see you then or to have us be heard then whatever that looks like for you um anything to add lauren before we call it we love you very much yeah we do here's a big hug a parent <laughs> you are important <laughs> love Elizabeth Holmes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, love you, bye. Bye. <laughs>